0: Does the channel provide value? Focus on the foundation. I am a travel vlogger. It's always about communication. Build those partnerships. What are the problems that you solve for your clients? Just being head on the psychological side of things. Leading an organization. You not only want to survive, but you want to thrive. Thrive. and about how to drive profitable revenue through the affiliate channel. Hey, this is Jamie with the Profitable Performance Marketing Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We have a really great episode for you. Just finished recording it. Now it's December 14th, just about to hit hit last ship date. Looking forward to uh, January. You're probably listening to this in January, Uh, but we have Chelsea Murphy, on uh, the podcast from Wick Fire. Uh, Before I get into introducing her, let me tell you about one of the resources we have. So a lot of times, well, right now you're looking at 2021. You're probably planning for it. You're wondering how can I increase sales and decrease my customer acquisition costs? Well, we put together a case study for you uh, that does just that. Shows you exactly how for one of our clients, and we do this for uh, many of our clients, we were able to increase their revenue, while decreasing their customer acquisition costs, you can go to jebcommerce.com/acquisition-cost to get access to that case study that walks you through exactly what we did. Now, Chelsea is at Wickfire; they are a SEM, a TM Plus affiliate. You're really going to find this podcast full of information. If you are, uh, if you think affiliates aren't innovative, aren't doing a ton of work to attract customers. This is a podcast for you. If you have been uh, dabbling in TM Plus with an affiliate or you've been thinking about it, you definitely want to listen to this podcast. The things we go over uh, are fantastic. They they and they they a lot of times people think well they're just a coupon affiliate or you know those things are said. Chelsea and Wickfire completely debunk all that. So if you really think affiliates aren't providing value, I want you to listen to this podcast. We go over the three different ways Wickfire uh, can produce sales, what it's like to work with a Trademark Plus affiliate, how they can work with you directly uh, and uh, replace or augment your search, uh, your SEM campaigns and efforts on an affiliate basis. So there's a lot of cost controls that are in here. We talk a lot about how to control the search engine results page and your brand and how it's showcased there. So This is a phenomenal podcast. Chelsea, thank you so much for joining me. Definitely listen to it. And I'm just going to get out of the way and let you guys listen to my conversation with Chelsea. Chelsea, good morning. And thank you for joining the Profitable Performance Marketing Podcast. Super excited we're actually able to get this on the schedule. How are you?
1: I'm doing really well. I'm super excited as well. It's been a while coming and I'm super excited to kind of bus, some um, TM plus uh reservations from a lot of people.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I think we originally talked in October. Now we're recording this on the 14th of December. Uh and yeah, lots to how has your uh your world been uh since October?
1: It's been decent, you know, all things considered. Um luckily, Wickfire was already 100% remote, so there wasn't that much of an adjustment. Our team was already kind of set up to be working remotely we definitely all miss the conferences and everything and getting to see each Mm other. Um, but yeah. And then otherwise, yeah, just adjusting. I mean, we're pretty much, we're in Southern California, so we're on one of the more stricter lockdowns. So, (laughs) but it's, it's been okay. I mean, we're healthy. We're, we've got our jobs. We're good.
0: (laughs) Good. Yeah. You know, there's a different bar this year than in year past, right? Healthy, got a job. Uh, we're doing good. Uh, and same here. We, we did have, uh, we are in day eight, nine of our quarantine. We had our second uh, positive COVID test in our immediate family, uh, oh, wow. But everyone. My son got it in uh, in April. Oh my gosh! Our oldest I didn't know boy, that. yeah, he's twenty-four, uh, and he he had it uh, fairly bad, but did okay. And right. then uh, my daughter tested positive uh, last week, and my wife got a little sick. So I'll be honest. I was a little freaked out. I may or may not have panicked when I heard the news.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> but fortunately, uh, it's been a real mild case here. My son exactly. and I uh, haven't had any symptoms, so uh, yeah. So our our the last two weeks have been a little crazy, uh, crazy for us. But again, you know, we're blessed with being able to work from home, uh, and our company went fully remote. I think in July. June uh, and got rid of our office or put our office in storage. Um, So yeah, but you guys are, you guys have way more restrictions down there. Has it, has it been tough to adjust to that?
1: I was kind of already a homebody, (laughs) Um, but I definitely. (laughs) You were
0: made for this. I was
1: like, this isn't that bad. No, um, but I definitely miss like, you know, going to work at a coffee shop or, you know, seeing my friends, my friends I haven't seen, you know, since like last January. So (laughs)
0: Wow. That's yeah. been the
1: hardest uh, adjustment. But like I said, I meant we were poised. I meant professionally for e-commerce, you know, to just boom. So it's, it's been good on that front or okay great, anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've seen we've seen the vast majority of the verticals we operate in uh, do really well. Digitally, Uh, but obviously, there are a few. Uh, Travel is one and and some others that uh, have been impacted. There's been some weird, uh, maybe not weird, uh, but unforeseen impacts in logistics and supply chain and manufacturing that uh, have really kind of uh, turned the screws on some of our clients. But overall, uh, digital. Uh, digital was made for something just like this.
1: Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see, I think too, um, you know, we've been talking about internally and, you know, even with clients and everything, how this is going to have an impact on the future too. You know what I mean? A lot of people that were maybe less or apprehensive to do online shopping, you know, are doing all of their online shopping for Christmas Mm -hmm. or the holidays online. So it's, yeah, it's, it's it'll be interesting to see, you know, how this has a trickle effect in years coming.
0: Yeah, I, I've had a couple of conversations on, you know, like do movie theaters, do they ever come back?
1: Oh Gosh, I know.
0: You know, I, I, I we've all I, I heard um, one of the movie houses is releasing everything through uh, HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, through, through all of 2021. So that that'll be interesting. Were there any things that come up in that conversation of sort of like predictions of how this all kind of pans out?
1: Well, I think it's been really interesting to see because, you know, we run on so many different verticals, pretty much like everything you can think of under the sun. Like we probably have a vertical for it or we're running a coupon campaign. Um, So we've been able to see the, you know, the gamut, like how every different industry really has been affected and the fluctuations in that too. Like, you know, meal delivery was one of our top, you know, top categories on buyer's guide. And we ran into the issue you were mentioning earlier, where it was okay, stop pushing so much because we're, you know, we're having logistics issues. So it's been really interesting. Or even with mattresses, like people normally go into the store, you know, a lot of times, and that's been a huge shift. Um, And yeah, just in general, I think it's, especially with the holidays or, you know, in Q2, it was just the biggest boom. Like we saw unprecedented numbers just because everybody was not wanting, you know, not able to, or not wanting to go shopping in stores.
0: Yeah. You know, one thing that I've seen is the smaller merchants, smaller advertisers, uh, family run businesses that sold online. Um, they've had more interest, but have struggled because their systems aren't set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone, you know, Amazon has ruined in a way uh, e-commerce for everyone because they do so many things so well. You have such a high bar uh you know, in comparison. And so one of the things we're doing to start the the new year is sort of a, a, a video series on helpful, you know, here's things you need to do to make sure you level up and take advantage of this, because uh, I think there's some, you know, there's a lot of movement to digital and there's a lot of people who want to shop elsewhere, like the shop local movement, let's help, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone out. Uh, But people get really frustrated when they can't get communication with these smaller retailers or uh, shipping hasn't been figured out when there are really good solutions for that.
1: Definitely. Yeah. If there's, yeah, the way that Amazon has everything set up, it's very clear, you know, the checkout process and everything and very quick. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's definitely been, I think, and going to need to be an adjustment, but this is kind of maybe the push that a lot of advertisers, merchants needed, you know,
0: yeah, and I, I would I would really find it difficult to be in a, a advertiser's role right now as you plan for next year. Do you up your production capacity, uh, thinking that that shift will hold, or does the vaccine come in and everyone goes back to shopping in brick and mortar? That's a real. That's a, that's going to be a real big problem to tackle.
1: Yeah, definitely the planning part of it. You know we're we're ready for. Whatever comes, but yeah, the, the planning part of it's going to be tough for a lot of advertisers.
0: Yeah, well, Chelsea, for those of uh, our listeners who aren't familiar with you and, and Wickfire, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and and uh, how did you become an affiliate superstar? I'd love to hear more about your career path.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna say like a lot of people probably I've met a lot of people at conferences, but I've only been an affiliate for about two and a half years, so I'm a relative newbie, but definitely. Seeing the you know how everything works out, I started off. Um, well, I'll take it back a little bit, um, but yeah, I actually started my career in media planning. Um, so that's going to be you know purchasing. Well, back then it was a lot of out of home and TV spots and radio spots, and then I got to see kind of the shift into digital, which was really cool. Um, and I remember having you know countless conversations about how display advertising, you know, how it was going to work if it was mm-hmm. going to be effective. Um, and I was working for a large uh, luxury automotive client at the time. So that's, it was really challenging, you know, to be able to say like, oh, I just bought this, you know, six million, million, $8 million, uh, you know, spot on the Super Bowl. How many of these cars did that actually sell?
0: <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> um, attribution.
1: At, yeah. And it was incredibly, you know it was fun to like have these huge budgets and have, you know, this opportunity to plan everything, but I really got frustrated with like correlation, you know what I mean? Being able to say like, Oh, you know, tying everything back to sales. Um, But yeah, so I worked in media planning for quite some time, um, working on Lexus and Acura and then Hilton hotels for a little while. Um, But like I said, I kind of was just like meeting. I'm a very analytical person. So um, I was like, how, how can I, you know, be able to tie everything back and, you know, prove my return on ad spend. Um, so I took a gig working as an analytics manager for a small shop um, local to me, which was a definite change of change of space, um, change of pace. Um, but I mean, I really got to see, you know, the deep workings of how, you know, you could optimize websites and optimize campaigns for conversions. Um, and then I stumbled across Wickfire, which was the greatest blessing. Um, it's been a fantastic opportunity. You know, with the remote work, um, the flexibility that that's been able to offer. And then also too, it's really filled the need for me to be able to tie everything I do back to sales because that's really our business model. Um, But yeah, I started off on the SEM side working in the actual campaigns at Wickfire for the first year and then got brought over to business development, which is where I started to meet all of our lovely affiliate people. Um, And it's been fantastic. And I've been on this side of the business now leading up the direct and coupon side of our company, uh, which has been fantastic. And that's what we're going to talk about a little today.
0: Definitely. W- was it difficult to go from something you had so much experience in, in the, the media planning and, and make that decision to go be an analytics manager in, in something completely different?
1: It, it was, it, that was like part of a little bit of part of my job in media planning, you know, with being able to put together dashboards and try everything together. Um, but I kind of just, yeah, I took, took a leap of faith a little bit and, uh, you know, really wanted to follow my passion and what I was interested in. But yeah, it was, it was definitely a challenge, but I'm super glad that I did it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I fell into affiliate, uh, affiliate work too. And one of the things in my personality profile is, is I need to know, uh, I function well when the work I do, I can see how it impacts things. And so the, on the brand marketing side, I would really struggle because that correlation is, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's easier to show now, but it was really hard when I started if, if available at all. So I definitely understand that need to, to see, we did this and this, this happened. Um, what in media planning, what are some of the things you learned there that have been really helpful uh, for you in the affiliate side of things?
1: I think just knowing all of the potential opportunities, um, that are, you know, available, uh, because I was able to see, you know, all the various channels that, what, how they worked, you know, how they affected the consumer process and everything purchase process and affiliate really wasn't on our radar at the time as much, you know, it's, it wasn't with, with cars. I'm sure if you looked at a media plan now, it would be in like way different, you know, with influence, influencer marketing and everything. Um, but yeah, with media planning, I'd say it kind of just opened my mind to the the possibilities of how everything could work together. And that, you know, everything is so important.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's probably one of the things that's so useful in the affiliate space, because there's so much experimentation. There's so much innovation coming from from this group.
1: Yeah. And it's it's never a clear path. You know, the consumer purchase process is never like completely clear. Like there's so many different things that yeah, you, know, you got to check all those boxes. Brand awareness is incredibly important, but what's going to, you know, drive the sale at the end of the day?
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And that's a huge part of and one of the things that affiliate marketing has kind of been um saddled with is that attribution question mm-hmm. and and you know, do they need affiliates, do do they not? That sort of thing. Um so tell me about uh Wickfire. Who is Wickfire and what are the services uh, that Wickfire provides from an affiliate perspective?
1: So like the quick elevator pitch, um, I've got like my line down <laughs> for Wickfire. So, All right. we, so yeah, we're a data-driven digital marketing agency and we combine the broad reach of search search engine marketing, SEM, uh, with the win-win of affiliate, uh, which is the pay-for-sale pay Um, so that's really us in like a nutshell. Um, and there's, there's so much kind of to elaborate on that. We're super, we're one of our huge differentiators is our passion for data, uh, and making sure that, you know, obviously the only way we're getting paid on all of these things is the sales that we drive. So everything we do is so rooted in optimizing for conversion rate, uh, which obviously from what we've talked about just recently, uh, is super important to me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we kind of divide the business into three parts. Um, so you, I think most people in the affiliate space are probably the most familiar with uh, our review site, which as of two years ago now um, is buyersguide.org, but previously it was highlightreviews.com. Um, with this channel, we really focus on kind of those consumers that are just starting the research process, uh, you know, looking for reviews, looking for additional content. Um, we drive the paid search traffic to a ranked page. Um, And it's been insane. uh, The amount of growth that we've seen the past, even the past year, Uh, we really expanded. Uh, We have a partnership with Amazon um, where we're able to get, you know, those, those base commission rates, but we've really uh, built that out because we've been partnering with specific advertisers now um, on this, on those particular verticals. So we have categories like best lawnmowers, you know, Best mattresses is a big one, Um, you know, leaf blowers, pretty much anything, air purifiers, like anything under the sun that you can think of, um, which has been a huge area of growth for us. And yeah, we can partner now with individual advertisers, you know, to boost their Amazon sales or if they want to drive traffic directly to their site. And we're bidding on that super pricey generic keywords. Um, So it's it's a huge opportunity um, for a lot of advertisers and something that we weren't doing two years ago.
0: Wow. Wow, So you're actually able to drive revenue directly for an advertiser's Amazon store.
1: Mm -hmm. That's part of what we're able to do, which is really cool. Like I've been telling a lot of people, we've become kind of a one stop shop because not only are we covering that part of the business, you know, we can, you know, dabble in Amazon a little bit if that's of interest for the advertiser, or we could, like I said, drive directly to the site. Um, But then we've got, you know, so that's review, and then we've got direct. Um, which kind of takes the place of any in-house search team or if they're working directly with an agency, if an advertiser is, it's a super cost efficient strategy, right? So we're bidding on trademark name. So the brand name or product names, and then it's pretty much like a direct search campaign. Um, But the main difference is we're not charging um, based on clicks. We're only charging on the affiliate model based on sales. So it's super cost efficient for a lot of smaller advertisers. And I definitely see this booming, you know, in 2021 when e-commerce is going to hopefully continue to keep growing. Yeah. And the third part, which we're going to be talking about, so I won't get into it too, too much, is uh, the Coupon Co. Um, So that's bidding on trademark plus terms, which we can get into in a sec. Um, And yeah, driving traffic to our super impressive uh, coupon site.
0: And what's, is that coupon.co?
1: Yep. The coupon.co. We've actually tested, it's pretty funny. We uh, tested like topcoupon.com or topcoupons.com and we're like banking on it, right? We're like, oh, this is going to do so much better. But the brand recognition already with the coupon code is there. <laughs> the performance was actually stronger on that URL, which is a surprise.
0: Uh, that Yeah. Uh, data <laughs> will always show you what's really going on, right?
1: Yep. That's how it is over here Data wins. <laughs> so
0: yeah. You know, we, we had a client who sold uh, t-shirts. We thought the, and they thought, the user was a hipsters who was wearing the uh, the shirts. Ironically, uh, they were were like three wolves how- howling at the moon uh, type of shirts. When we really got into the Google Analytics, we found that the actual ideal customer, the the people buying most and most often and most profitable, were sixty years old and up. <laughs> And they were not wearing it, ironically. They, oh, they loved love it. the three wolves telling <laughs> at the moon. And so that that data changed everything. All the creative, yeah. everything that they were doing changed dramatically. So yeah, you're right. Data, data, data is king. Okay, so. That's funny. <laughs> typically, when an advertiser, uh, we say uh, a TM Plus affiliate. Or if if I were to introduce you prior to this call, that's how I would say it. And so, uh, you know, it's a TM Plus affiliate and this is, uh, they're going to uh, be able to bid on your trademark plus coupon terms typically. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so you're different because you have, one, you have uh, several websites that are ranked uh, that you use in your campaigns, uh, you not only do the trademark plus, but you do uh, you can do a, a full direct campaign on an affiliate model, and you have the review sites.
1: Yep, yeah, that's that's the, a huge differentiator for us, because for, a lot of our other coupon competitors, you know, that's their bread and butter. That's the only thing they can offer. But you know, what I tell a lot of clients now, agencies, you know, and direct clients is, give me the opportunity, and I guarantee we'll be able to find a way to work together. You know, one way or the other, like, and, and they're not mutually exclusive, either the different channels that we run in, you know, we could, we have some advertisers where we're running in all three, um, you know, and it's all through the network, super easy for them. Uh, and yeah, and all they have to do is pay us for sales that we're driving.
0: Gotcha. So the current review site, uh, is buyersguide.org mm-hmm. And do you still have the, uh, was it highlightreviews.com no, or is that now?
1: That's That's gone now. Everything's been pushed over to buyer's guide, which has been a huge move, um, you know, kind of similar to the test that we did uh, for top coupons. Um, we did something similar with highlight reviews and buyer's guide and buyer's guide just blew it out of the water, uh, you know, which makes sense. It, it's, you know, a very catchy Line. And yeah, we were even featured um, briefly in like Good Morning America, which was huge. Like we were in the background. <laughs> um, so That's yeah, that awesome. kind of just goes to show like it's it's really grown, and you know we've we've enjoyed watching it grow.
0: So I want to uh, through this conversation, I'm going to ask some some really uh, uh, like deep dive questions and and some basic questions so that our listeners can get you know uh, the the best view of what you guys do and and this category of uh opportunity in general so buyersguide.org if an advertiser wants to get in there um does that always include an SEM campaign to support their inclusion is that part of the deal um or or not how's that work
1: not necessarily uh Well, no matter what, it'll have an SEM component. But like I said, we'll be bidding on generic terms. So we don't necessarily need trademark approval. Uh, I think about 80% of the traffic that we do drive to buyer's guide is on on generic traffic. Um, So it's it's a good chunk that's actually just coming from, you know, keywords that a lot of brands can't necessarily afford, you know, on their own. Um, because we're able to make it work because we're driving to a page that lists, you know, 10 other advertisers. So our conversion rate yeah. is going to be there to make it worth it for us.
0: And I want to highlight that for our listener. Two, two things that I hear a lot, like I, I hear a lot of, well, those guys are just taking advantage of our brand that we built. But 80% of your traffic to buyersguide.org is from generic. And why that converts and that those terms work for you guys, when it doesn't work for an individual advertiser is you've got a whole bunch of arrows in your quiver on that page, mm-hmm. so to speak, instead of just that advertiser, that term can be profitable for you because you're, you're uh, you have many ways for the, the user to convert.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, it's yeah. Cause especially since they're in like a lot of times, like the research phase is what they're really looking for is a third party to be able to say, you know, what is the best, or what's the best for me? Um, and one thing that we have that's really cool on the Coupon Co. and Buyers Guide is uh, whether it be the coupons on the page for the Coupon Co. or the merchants for Buyers Guide, we take uh, we have an algorithm that works through everything and provides an index for each either coupon or advertiser, and we look at click through rate, conversion rate, average order value, overall interaction with that particular merchant or coupon, and that's how we rank our pages which is really cool. So it's not, you know, it's not just like a guessing game. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to throw this up here. And, you know, hopefully we see a high conversion rate on it. It's like, no, everything that we do is rooted in the data to make sure that the page is as optimized as possible.
0: That is fantastic. I am writing that down.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's fairly new. Um, I feel like maybe like a year who knows anymore? <laughs> Could have been two years ago that we started doing that, a year and a half ago. Um, but yeah, we were all super excited because before we were kind of just, you know, it was a little bit more of a guessing game, but now everything's rooted in the actual data.
0: That's fantastic. So now on to the direct. Am I correct in, in saying that if... Um, if I'm an advertiser and maybe I'm managing my own uh, SEM in-house, uh, and that's actually how I started as well. I actually started as a search engine guru. That was my first job title out of college. Oh, cool. Uh, and I got the SEM stuff on my plate as it uh, happened with goto.com and some others. But um, so if I'm figuring out how do I optimize my SEM campaign and I have maybe the option of hiring someone in-house to take it over uh, or looking at other agencies that typically pay a percentage of spend i could also consider wickfire and your you, you in the direct area you take over the campaign in general you will bid on anything and the the relationship is a performance basis so the the advertiser pays when orders happen and a percentage of those orders
1: Correct. Yeah, it's definitely like I said, it's a cost efficient strategy for a lot of people, you know, especially if, you know, maybe it's a small shop and like, you know, the marketing managers handling the SEM as well and handling this and handling that. Uh, It's it might be beneficial, you know, to at least test it out and see, see what kind of numbers we're able to show. And yeah, and like I said, it's really everything we do is at no risk to the advertiser because we're the ones that are really taking taking the risk cuz we're fronting the paid search costs, you know. So if we launch a campaign and it just completely stinks, um the advertiser's really not at any, you know, any liability in any way because they haven't they haven't, you know, spent a whole bunch of money on traffic that's not converting. So we're really the ones, and that's why we test out so many things, you know. I always say like Any advertiser pretty much under the sun, we're able to run a coupon campaign for um, and and direct as well. If they're not already running direct in-house, we can run it and then just kind of see what happens. Cause sometimes it'll be the ones that you're not expecting to perform that just blow it out of the water. So.
0: Now what I, when I was managing SEM campaigns, there were certain ad groups, certain keyword groups that we bid on and we wanted to be there. We knew it was a uh, it was top of funnel uh, or we wanted to protect our brand. So while the uh, uh, objective of getting new customers, uh, increasing revenue and orders, uh, was those were goals. One of the other was to make sure that we protected our brand and we were top of funnel. Um, if, a, if an average... I, I see a huge benefit in working with you and especially in the, the, the performance-based relationship, but how do you handle uh, keyword groups that the advertiser needs to be on uh, but they don't convert uh, as, as high and, and then they may not be profitable for you. How, how do you guys handle that?
1: Sometimes what we'll do is we'll take a look at since we do run so many different properties and so many different channels, like if we're able to onboard them for direct and onboard them for coupon and maybe onboard them for review, then we can lever- like take a look at that whole relationship. And who knows, maybe they might do really, really well on coupons, but direct for whatever reason, like the consumers just aren't converting on those terms. Then we can take a look, and you know if they really want us to continue running, so that way they have the presence on Direct. That's something that we can explore because we can look at the relationship as a whole.
0: Gotcha. You have, unlike maybe another affiliate who just does TM Plus, you have multiple avenues for you guys to earn a profit as well. I mean, everyone on this chain has to earn, you know, a profit for it to be a good good relationship. So you have multiple things you can leverage.
1: Definitely, yeah, and a lot of times too, even like you know, it might not, the brand might not be as like recognized or see as high a conversion rate. Um, you know, but we might feature them on buyer's guide because we have a killer relationship on the coupon co. So we'll take a look at like all of that and kind of be able to be the best partner that we
0: can be. Gotcha. Now, as far as, uh, working with an, uh, uh, a non-affiliate-centric SEM agency. There's a lot of data and reporting. Um, typically, with affiliates, the only reporting we have is through the network. So, uh, do you provide any more analysis with a partner who you're working with direct? Is there is there a, is it slightly different than a typical affiliate? You know, as far as the data.
1: So it'll kind of depend. Um, you know, I have a couple of clients that are big clients that that's what they require. You know, they want to know what our impression share is, what our absolute top impression share is and everything. It kind of depends. I mean, I definitely, we have, we run over like 2,500 campaigns, so we obviously can't be doing that for everyone. Um, You know, but if it's a big enough brand, I think we can definitely like provide that kind of reporting, but what we can do, um, you know, kind of above and beyond just looking at what's available in the network is, especially on the coupon side of the business, we can provide insight into how the consumers are interacting with the page. Um, You know what I mean? So I like to say that not only are we offering up sales on that vertical, um, but we're also able to provide kind of a snapshot of who their coupon audience is and, you know, what they're going to be converting on. Like we can test out maybe a 5% off versus $25 off. And let's say at the end of the day, based on their average order value, it's the same dollar amount off. We can test those two different coupons and be able to say, you know, for whatever reason, like the consumers, like we see a higher average order value, we see a higher conversion rate on this five percent off. So then the marketing person, you know, on the you know agency side or on the client side, can take that information to the rest of their team, and then they can blow out that messaging on email or they can blow it out on social. Uh, so it's kind of kind of cool, and that's definitely a huge differentiator of, of ours outside of just you know providing what the network is able to provide. But if a lot of times, like I'm a little soft when it comes to that. So if I get a request to do it, um, a lot of times, if I see an opportunity, then then I can usually pull some reporting.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, we will uh, take note and I didn't hear you tell me to edit that out. So we'll leave that one in there. Uh, what I, I love about what I've heard so far is um, there's been, there's so much talk um, in the, since I started and I've been doing this uh, for, uh, well, 21 years. Uh and if we've always combated the same discussion. Affiliates yeah. really aren't adding value. They're just taking advantage of coupons. We haven't even talked to coupons. I feel like you've blown that out of the water. So for our listeners, if if you feel and and you or you are combating that argument of affiliates not providing value, not earning uh, the Commission listen to what listen to the last fifteen minutes of this podcast. This is one affiliate that's doing some amazing work and provides a lot more avenues for you to do things just like that testing you talked about uh, Chelsea that is phenomenal to be able to do at scale and learn quickly. Um, I know when I was at Coldwater creek we we always tested a free shipping versus a ten dollar off. And we're always surprised that our consumer knew how expensive shipping was at the time, yet they still chose the smaller absolute value offer uh, time and time again. And that being able to test that outside of just your organic audience is is really, really valuable. So that's really some, some awesome stuff. So we've talked about the review site, we talked about direct. Now, the main thing we wanted to chat about today. Halfway through the hour, and we're getting to it. Talk, talk to me about what is TM Plus. How does that wrap into Coupon Co? Uh, and if if I'm an advertiser, I know nothing about this. What's the the explain it like I'm five kind of description?
1: Definitely. Um, so yeah, so you're gonna hear TM Plus thrown a, around a lot. Um, <laughs> I feel like everyone's just like TM Plus, like automatically assuming that everybody knows what it is. Um, but yeah. what it is is trademark plus. Um, so that's bidding on a brand name or product name in combination with other keywords on, you know, Google Bing and their search partners. Um, so whenever someone asks like, Oh, can I bid on, you know, TM plus or, Oh, this is a TM plus partner. What that means is you're giving us the rights to be able to run a paid search campaign on your brand name in, in combination with other keywords. So that could be coupon discount promo, or on the review side, reviews, you know, content, you know, whatever you can think of best. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what TM Plus is in a nutshell. It's running a paid search campaign on the major networks, uh, bidding on a uh, brand name in combination with other keywords.
0: Awesome. Simple, yeah. uh, easy to understand, hopefully for our, our listeners. Um, why? Here's the question that we often get. <laughs> Why would I want to give you access to my brand terms? I've spent, you know, millions of dollars, a decade or more building that brand up. Why would I want to give that to you?
1: Definitely. And we get that question all the time and and with apprehension too, you know what I mean? Because like you said, it's like, I I always tell people like, don't give it to everyone. You know what I mean? Like have like a couple or or even just one trusted affiliate that's going to be bidding Mm -hmm. on your terms because you don't want to give it to everyone um, because it is, it is super, you know, important uh, because you've worked to build up that recognition there. Uh, But where it really comes into, you know, importance is a lot of times, especially on coupon terms, a lot of consumers are looking for a third party and even on review as well, looking for a reputable third party. Like if you're the only one that's bidding on your coupon terms, um, you know, then like, let's say Nordstrom coupon and Nordstrom's the only one that's popping up you know, and an advertiser clicks through and maybe they could just take to either like your sale page or your home page. a lot of consumers like have been kind of programmed to look for coupon sites um, because what, what they're thinking is, you know, I'm going to get the best deal possible. Like these coupon sites have like gone through the internet, you know, and found the best offers that are available. Um, and a lot of times too, we see crazy high conversion rates whenever there's actually a promo code. Um, so a lot of like advertiser websites, you know, they might just, like I said, take you to their homepage or take you to their sale page. And that's not really what the consumers looking for. They're looking for, they want the gratification of finding that 15% off, you know, finding that like TCC 15, copying and pasting that, uh, promo code into the website and then seeing that in their shopping cart being dropped off. It's like a weird (laughs) gratification thing. And, you Mm -hmm. know, it, it makes consumers really happy. Um, and a lot of times too, especially with coupons, like it, it increases like, well, it decreases shopping cart abandonment, obviously that's a huge part. Um, but also too, it increases the chance that, you know, maybe a new consumer, new person to your site is actually going to test out your test, you guys out because they're, they're getting a great offer. It's like a little less risky in their mind. Um, But yeah, there's like, there's a lot when it comes to uh, the benefits of like working with a TM plus partner, but like the the key things I think is one being able to control the search space, Um, you know, as an advertiser, you can only really run one paid search ad. So let's say if you're in the top position, you might have two, two competitors right below you and who knows, they might be offering way better deals than you in their ad copy. Mm -hmm. So you might be losing a lot of traffic. And the thing is you're kind of pigeonholed because you can't run another ad, (laughs) you know, you can only run the, run the one to your domain. Um, So, (laughs) so where a TM plus partner comes in is we can bid to P2 to position two on the page and push your competitors or people that you don't want to be bidding on your terms out of that, out of those top positions. So that's like a huge factor. Um, And then the second Mm -hmm. part, which might be a question later, but Um, a lot of the organic stuff that's showing up on the page too, you know, a lot of people be like, oh well, if you know, or I have all these other organic coupon sites showing up, like why should I give you TM plus bidding rights when I have all these other guys that are showing up organically? And it's because, and this is huge, like this is like the main thing is that you can't control the messaging they're pushing. You know what I mean? Because you at the end of the day, you don't really you have you might You might or you might not have an affiliate partnership with them. You might be joined in the network with them, but you might not. Um, But also, too, because you're not giving them anything, they could say 60 percent off when that's not even an offer you have, you know, or they could be, you know, scouring the Internet and finding something from an influencer. And so all of a sudden you have like Melinda 15 or something, and that's not even (laughs) coming from the right channel and you can't control it because you don't have the relationship with them. Um, so really, and, and also too, and it's a crappy consumer experience. You know what I mean? If they go through and they enter in a promo code or they're thinking they're going to get 60% off and then they don't, when the consumer does that, that's bad for your brand. Um, so, you know, we're held to the fact that like I said, we're only paid on those conversions. So we're only going to advertise coupons that work and that are approved by you because otherwise we're not going to get paid. <laughs> so, yep. but yeah, so those are like the two main main things, you know, when it comes to TM Plus is just being able to have more control over a space that you, you might not, if you're just doing it on your own.
0: You know, and that's such a huge thing right now. And, and there's, uh, uh, when COVID happened, our company went through um, planning. And one of the things we reviewed was the Stockdale principle, which is, you know, uh, you, you got to get to reality. And the reality is right now, you know, those people who are successful, they, they get to the reality, good or bad, and understand it. And the reality is you, you have to control as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And there are several very large affiliates who we're, we're uh, negotiating with right now that uh, you don't have a whole lot of control. And that organic area can be populated even if you don't work with them. Yep. And you don't want to pay a commission; they will still rank, and they can say whatever they want. And their consumer-generated content can be uh, uh, completely garbage; it'll still show up. So, uh, so this is a way to control as much as you possibly can.
1: Yeah, and a, and a huge part of that too is you know, especially on our side, one thing that makes us hugely different on the Coupon Co. is Like I said, we only get paid on the sales we drive. So we're not going to advertise your competitors on the page, or we're not going to be running an AdSense campaign where American Express banners are popping up all over the page. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's because that's where a lot of affiliates make their money. You know what I mean? Because they're capitalizing on your search volume organically. Right. You know, they have like put you, you know, put you throughout their pages like in sneaky ways. So that way they show up organically. Um, but then they're taken to a page where the coupons maybe aren't valid or there's deep discounts that you don't want to be promoting. And then there's American express over there and there's, you know, old Navy and all these other different like shops that like, you know, you don't, you don't want to be losing traffic to them.
0: Yeah. Lots of, uh, uh, leakage in and others. And so walk me through like, uh, so you, you go to brand, uh, plus coupon, Uh, Someone clicks on that. Where does that go to? Uh, Just briefly, how does that work?
1: So that'll be taken to a designated page for that merchant on the coupon co. Um, And that'll only feature the coupons that are for that brand. Like I said, it's very clean and clear what action we want the consumers to be taking. Um, but, you know, a lot of times and we're this is what we're trying to kind of really focus on um, you know, this year and also in 2021 is building out the content on our site so we can actually start showing up organically a little bit as well, um, you know, just to kind of get that added reach. Um, but, yeah, we have like a huge new blog section that we're pushing out, which is fantastic. I've been asking for it since I joined the biz dev team, I'm like, (laughs) like, I think it was like last conference, like ASW, I was like, I'm going to make coupon cool. Cause like I was tasked. That's like (laughs) when I had first been tasked to like take over the channel. So I was like, I'm going to make it awesome. Um, you know, and that's what I'm trying to do really is kind of break down the barriers, break down the reservations, and then also be able to build out, you know, show that we're not just another coupon site. Yeah, we can drive sales. Yeah. We're going to see crazy high conversion rates and average order values. But we have content too. We have content and we have the reach of potential organic as well as the other channels. Like it look at us, you know, as, as a whole picture.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so like on the on the, uh, the buyersguide.org, a huge chunk, the vast majority is from generic terms. Uh, on coupon.co, uh, do you know the the it 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 would seem most of them are very targeted, branded SEM. Mm-hmm. Uh, terms and, and not as uh, uh, as generic.
1: No, yeah, it's all going to be TM Plus. That's why it's so easy to work with us on that side of the business, and that's why I said we can pretty much take like any client under the sun. Um, is because literally all we need is TM Plus approval. Um, whereas on the buyer's guide side, you're going to have to, you know, we have to figure out if you're able to, you know, compete on the page and like all of these different things. Whereas since all of our TM Plus campaigns are treated individually on the coupon co. Uh, we can get it up and going. And it's super fast too, because we don't have to build out as much, you know, we're just pulling the coupons, you know, from the network or from the advertiser. So it's super easy to get up and going. We're usually, I usually say two to three days, but sometimes my operations team like has it up (laughs) the following day. So. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. And you said third party validation. Uh, Now, so that our listeners can, can understand this, I have done a ton of online shopping uh, this this year, more than I've ever done before, um, probably because I'm not allowed to leave my house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I have found myself, you know, I search for something, my kids and I and my wife and I, our family's really into horses. So sometimes they're big brands we're working with and sometimes really small uh, shops and I see a coupon, I will actually go and see if that's actually valid. Is that the third party validation? Or, you, or is, is it, are you, are you looking for a third party to validate more than just the coupon exists and works?
1: I think it's both. Um, because what, like what I first initially meant was that, you know, a brand might not necessarily like in the consumer's mind, like a brand might not necessarily like be providing you with the best deal available online. You know what I mean? Like they might just be, mm-hmm. you know, taking you to their sale page and then saying it's 60% off, but it's just, you know, their sale items or whatever. Um, so, and I think in a lot of consumers' minds, what they're looking for is a, like a, a third party, like outside of the brand. So that would be us, the coupon co um, you know, and providing them with a list of all of the coupons that we're featuring. So like, and granted they are validated, you know, by a third party, which is us in the network but also to like the validation in that, Oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't just go to the advertiser site and take whatever offer, you know, they want me to, to use. I went to, you know, a a third party, like the coupon code that's separate from the brand that's providing me with all of the potential availables. Like it's a weird psychological thing, but I think consumers are looking for like gratification or whatever. um, in that, you know, this site has provided them with the with any of the coupons that are available online, not just necessarily what the brand wants you to convert on. Does that make sense? It, it totally
0: makes sense. Cool. Uh, you know, I can see from the advertiser's perspective, you know, just a little struggle with, you know, some of these offers we want to maintain integrity on because that's how we're tracking mm-hmm. how this channel performs or that channel performs. Um, do you guys, uh, we talked about control of the brand in using TM Plus to really control the brand, uh, I assume that by working with you, the advertiser can control what is available on coupon code. 100%. Yeah.
1: Okay,
0: um, so,
1: great. yeah. So, in that regard, yeah. So, but like I was saying, like the consumer thinks that that is, but a lot of times if we have a TM Plus partnership with someone, we're not going to just be like, oh, 100% off. Um, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to make <laughs> sure that it's something that the brand I actually. I like that offer. <laughs> can you imagine? Um, but yeah, it's something that the, the brand wants. And, and the thing is too, is that even if, you know, we do pull something in from, well, we can, we can like set it up so that way we can say like only featuring, you know, offers that are available in the network, but even let's say there ends up being an offer in the network that the advertiser doesn't feel comfortable with, we can take it down in like a second. Um, so it's, it's super easy and super flexible. And then, yeah, or even if, you know, a lot of times, even if they don't have coupons, Um, What we can do, you know, I highly recommend like having some kind of coupons um, just for that sake. Um, But we can do like free shipping if they have free shipping or we could do, it's crazy, but like for some brands like current specials, which will just even take them to, you know, their homepage with like not an actual offer, it'll still convert which is insane. Um, So Hmm. it it kind of goes contradictory to what I was talking about. But even if I I just don't want to shut down any brands. So even if like they don't have coupons available, we can do different things or we have some, you know, where we just focus on uh, value propositions, you know, for the brand. So it might be like, you know, you know, like $250 jackets, like Um, and we can even like promote that and push that out and we'll still see conversions.
0: Gotcha. Now, who wouldn't this work for? Like what type of advertiser you know, is there a, a demographic or a way that they work that this this sort of arrangement doesn't work for?
1: The only thing that I can think of is like the hiccups that we've been having to deal with with Google's restrictions. Um, so now it's kind of frustrating, but um, Google doesn't allow CBD brands anymore. Um, so like CBD, hemp, uh, e-cig, vape clients. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've had to push them all to Bing cause Bing is still running them. Fingers crossed that it stays <laughs> cause they're doing well over on Bing. Um, but yeah, so we've wow. had to shut that down for Google, uh, which has kind of stunk. Um, and then also like Firearms um, is another one that is, yeah, is yeah. a little bit tricky. So if I mean, if the brand like, but but then again, we run some like we you should see the stuff that comes across our plate. Sometimes like we'll all kind of like joke. We're like, oh wow, like that didn't I didn't know that existed. Um, yeah. But it's it's fun and it keeps it interesting. Um, but yeah, we're there's really no limits, and you'd be surprised because sometimes we'll get the argument like, oh, you know, we're we're a luxury brand. We don't want to be associated with a coupon site. But how, yep. how you yep. have to really that's a big view, one. Yeah, how you have to view it is like you're not discounting your brand you are potentially exposing yourself to a completely new audience. You know what I mean? Um, Because like, at least for me, you know, I might not buy like a Michael Kors bag unless I have a deal on it. You know what I mean? And then who knows, I might become super brand loyal or eventually have enough money to be able to buy as many Michael Kors bags as I want. Um, So it's it's exposing potentially an audience. And that's how, you know, if you're a good marketing manager, like, you know that you have an audience that's going to pay full price potentially, but then you also have an audience that, you know, a trial audience, you know, that that wants to try you out, but it just needs that tiny little push. You know what I mean? And it doesn't have to be like a huge discount. A lot of times it can be something tiny and like they'll, a lot of consumers will just be like super excited that they're even getting that and then try out your brand. And then, you know, they might start wearing that bag around town. And like, it's like a lot of different things, you know, there's like a, a trickle effect into how, you know, not, not worrying about, yeah. That part, you know, your brand being viewed as being discounted, that's not how you should be viewing it. You should be viewing it as giving the opportunity to try for a lot of new consumers to try something that they might not have been able to at full price.
0: Yeah. You know, I bought my wife a coach purse the last time I was in (laughs) Vegas, which seems like two decades ago. Uh, And it was only earlier this year. Uh, And I had a discount. I, I got a discount on it. Uh, they took care of me even the, the the individual salesperson at that store called me last week oh to my. let me know that there was another offer if my wife wanted another purse now I am not a, a good purse chooser uh, so I didn't take advantage of it but I'm totally loyal to them yeah how they took care of us how that you know so that that can happen. Um, so a great great answer. Uh, let's see. I have a couple uh, other questions. So, do you need a minimum time commitment as far as uh, TM Plus or direct uh, or uh, uh, or the review site? Is there does an advertiser have to commit for a certain amount of time?
1: Nope. Um, that's one thing that we kind of pride ourselves on <clears throat> is the fact that we can just not only are we quick to get things up and running, especially on the direct and coupon side, because we don't have to build out as much content. Um, but no, there's no minimum requirement. So I meant sometimes like there'll be miscommunication sometimes between teams and they're like, wait, actually, I need to run this by my boss. Um, so, you know, we can just go ahead and, you know, either pause, we usually pause the campaign in hopes that it'll come back on, you know, in the near future. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. There's no minimum time requirement and there's no like contracts or anything. Everything is just, through the network, um, which makes it super easy.
0: So no other restrictions around how to work with you, uh, how to work with Wickfire.
1: Nope, we're, we're super easy. And like I said, if you see a coupon you don't want featured or you don't want us to be bidding on specific keywords, like let's say you know you have a huge initiative around the, just like your brand and the word coupon. We can just exclude that from our campaign and you know negative match it so that way we're not showing up. We're super flexible.
0: Gotcha. Uh, and that flexibility, I think, is is something I want to highlight because that every advertiser has different concerns, different levels of risk that they want to take, um, uh, different uh, uh, you know different ROI considerations, and knowing that you guys can work around all of those uh, things, I, I think, is something I you know, definitely want to highlight. Um, what so for clarity's sake, around TM Plus, what are the costs involved? Uh, are they paying you know? If they're familiar with SEM, they're familiar with their, their paying for that ad click. Uh, what what are the costs for working with you on TM Plus?
1: So it's just sales, which is fantastic. Um, so yeah, so we're the ones that are fronting that paid search cost. We're the ones that are really taking the risk at the end of the day, because if we see you know crazy high click-through rates on our ads, so we're paying for all those clicks, the advertiser never sees that. Um, which is fantastic. They're only gonna see the sales that convert. So overall, I meant we're able to see a huge amount of, you know, we're able to reach a huge amount of people, but let's say the majority of that audience, you know, doesn't end up converting. The the advertiser doesn't even have to concern themselves with that. Like that's our problem. Um, they only have to really concern themselves on that, you know, and they're already making the sale on it. So and we're able to work at, you know, their base commission rates, so whatever they feel comfortable with in the network. Um, if we end up you know needing more money, let's say the clicks are outrageously expensive or something, or the campaign's killing it and we just need more money to be able to spend more money, um, then that's something that we can discuss down the line, but yeah, we're able to work at base commission rates and only get paid on the sales driven.
0: Gotcha. So I have a couple questions that we get uh, often, um, our affiliate managers get from clients. So I want to sort of uh, rapid fire you a couple. (laughs) Uh, Feel free to answer as detailed as you can. Um, So here's one. We don't want you to outbid our in-house ad or drive up costs. How do you avoid this?
1: So we can, one, make sure that we're working with you guys on the the keywords that we are bidding on um, to make sure that we're all in alignment there. Two, we can implement a max bid cap. So let's say you, you know, the advertiser's in-house team is paying $1.25. So we'll just make sure that we pay or we're bidding below that. So that way their costs don't go up. So whatever you guys, whatever they want, um, you know, we can bid to P2 or P3 or wherever, you know, if they have a reseller in the space, they want us to only be bidding to P3. We can do that too. And that's all with you know max bids.
0: Gotcha. So you're you're definitely going to work with the advertiser uh, you know, to make sure this happens. I've often told, uh, our clients this, and that's one of the big things. So awesome. Thank you for, for clarifying uh, clarifying that. Um, I think you've really already answered this one, but the benefits of bidding on TM plus keywords, uh, with you versus only doing it in house is that, uh, we talked about controlling the search space Mm -hmm. and, uh, 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 also, organic stuff that shows up, you really have no control over this. This can get another ad spot in there and uh, paint a better picture of your brand.
1: Definitely. Yeah. and we see a lot of times too, even if like we've done a co- like some analysis and that you know a brand might be bidding on those terms. um, and then I'll ask you know or provide to them like, oh, well, this is the conversion rate that we're seeing. And they're like, "Whoa, okay, maybe we even just let you take it over because they're spending a lot mm-hmm. of money and maybe not seeing the re- return that they want. Um, so sometimes I'll even say, like, hey, let us take the coupon stuff because we're seeing like a forty five percent conversion rate and you're seeing fifteen. You're wasting a lot of money on this traffic. Um, you know, so so that's always an option too. and and we're, awesome. we're we're more than ready to supply that data too.
0: Awesome. Okay. here's another one. What if we don't offer coupons?
1: Um, yeah. So for that one, like I kind of mentioned before, you know, we can focus on value propositions to the consumer. So, you know, like I said, if, if you have a specific, even if you have a specific product that you're really wanting to push, we can test that out. The cool thing about the coupon co is that, like I said, the coupons are dynamically resorting. So if we post something and it stinks, it'll drop to the bottom of the page, you know, and then my team will be able to come in and be like, Oh, okay. We're going to remove that guy. Cause that didn't do well. So we can test even like Featuring specific products or featuring, like I said, current specials, daily deals, Um, and our algorithm will go through and make sure that the best performing even of those, you know, is showing up at the top of the page, and we'll still see conversions on it.
0: (laughs) Great. And I've actually not encountered an advertiser, even when they say we don't do coupons. There's still a coupon. There's something There's still like free somewhere. Shipping
1: or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so that that they can use. Now, if they if they really are that unicorn that does not offer any coupons, can you can you work with them in any of those three areas that you guys function in?
1: We can work with them in all three if they wanted to.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can okay. still work with but them a coupon on coupons. definitely helps.
1: Yeah. I mean a coupon will definitely help, especially like exclusive coupons help out quite a bit. Um but yeah, we can still, like I said, you don't necessarily need to have a coupon to be even featured on the coupon code. And then there's the other channels as well. So there's there's a lot to do.
0: Okay. So do uh, does an advertiser have to give you an exclusive coupon code?
1: No, but it. We've actually been doing um, some research uh, research on this and seeing like how you know maybe during a specific time we had a you know an exclusive coupon like. And, it, and the thing is, it doesn't even have to be like a different percentage off. It could still be five percent. Um, But for whatever reason, the consumer really likes being able to copy and paste like that specific code, Um, like, you know, TCC or WIC Fire or Fire 15, you know, Mm -hmm. and having it be associated with the coupon code, we see like a crazy high conversion rate versus, you know, even if we have a 5% off and then there's no code featured. Um, it's something about the consumers like just wanting to see wanting to enter in that promo code and wanting <laughs> that, that that bottom line to drop. there's something about it.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, I've always done that with radio ads. if i If I heard of something I'm gonna purchase from a radio uh, a, a talk radio show or something or a podcast, I want to make sure they get credit for it and maybe that's because i may i you and i know how the sausage is made so Mm -hmm. but i wonder if there's something involved with the consumer they're like well you know inherently they know somehow they're tying this back and they want to make sure they use this particular code
1: i think that the consumers like are a lot more educated now than they used to be um when it comes to that like we used to get away with a lot of stuff you know what i mean when it came to like you know being able to track stuff even like with, you know, paid search ads and everything like that. But I think that the consumers like are becoming more and more aware of that fact and they are willing to give credit where credit is due because they kind of have a base understanding like, Oh, they're obviously getting a commission on this, you know?
0: They, they know, they know now. (laughs) So, okay. Last question that I have, uh, if I have a very active in-house team, that's very working, wary of working with a TM plus affiliate, how do you alleviate those concerns?
1: And we definitely get that a lot, especially if the team, if like they have a really you know robust paid search team um, in house. Um, a lot of times we'll just you know reiterate the fact that we can use max bids. Let us know exactly what keywords you want us to be bidding on, even at that. Um, and then if there's still apprehension, like I'm more than happy to get on a call and talk through everything. You know, let them know what my prerogative is, like what I'm going to be doing. And then also, too, like any any data that, that they, they might need, you know, if they need me to pull what our absolute top impression share is, and it better be close to zero, so that way we're showing up, you know, below their in-house ad. I'm willing to pull mm-hmm. that data, you know, you know, after a month, so that way we can prove like, hey, we worked with you on this, you know, and we, we played by the rules. Um, and that's really, you know, what it is at the end of the day is just reassuring that we're going to play by the rules. We're not going to do anything shady, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So that you know, any any like reluctance or whatever, I'm more than happy to get on a call with an in-house SEM team and show them how I'm okay.
0: <laughs> awesome, that's great. You know, a lot of people look at the channel and they don't think that's a possibility. They don't think they can get on and talk about the data with their affiliates because of the view that they have. And you're definitely demonstrating that you know, not afraid of that. That's a general way that you know you guys work, yeah. Uh, and and you want to work that way. That's awesome. So, are there any Any other questions I should be asking you that I haven't?
1: I could look through my list, but I feel like you've hit pretty much everything I wanted to, you know, kind of debunk (laughs) on this call. So
0: I think you did a really, really good job. Now, if anyone wants to get in in touch with you and talk about this or Wickfire, what are the best ways uh, for them to get a hold of you?
1: So I'd say you could probably just reach out. We have a kind of a generic uh, partners at wickfire.com. Uh, email address that they can message or you could also just reach out directly to me. Um, My name is a little complicated. It's C-H-E-L-S-E-A-H at the end at wickfire.com. So you could just shoot me an email and honestly never think that, you know, any clients too, too small, or, you you know, you're not sure if we can make things work, we can probably make something work. So just shoot me a note and then I'll bring in whichever parties I need to, to get things up and going, make sure, you know, see if there's an interest on the buyer's guide side, and yeah, we can kind of put together like a little bit of a customized strategy for for whoever would like.
0: Awesome. Well, Chelsea, thank you so much for your time today. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation, and I and I think it's one of the uh, uh, the mediest in terms of uh content and explanation. Uh, really thank you for uh, sharing your time with us today and I'll include uh, uh, links to Wickfire and those email addresses in our our uh, our show notes. Uh, but thank you so much. I, I look forward to us and, and my teams continuing to to work together uh, with Wickfire. and yeah, thank you.
1: Thank you so much for the opportunity. And yeah, hopefully we'll all be able to get together soon.
0: (laughs) Wow. Thank you, Chelsea, for this conversation and and really sharing so much on what WIC Fire does. So one of the things that I want to highlight is uh, there are three different ways they can drive traffic through the affiliates. Their review site, buyersguide.org, their direct, they can actually operate as an SEM agency where you only pay for the sales that actually happen that amount of value is tremendous this is what the affiliate channel does uh, and then coupon uh, co and trademark plus bidding what I really want to highlight though is 80% of the traffic to the review site is generic traffic much of which you as an advertiser wouldn't be able to convert profitably anyway. So, a really great avenue for you to get through. Very little risk and just some awesome, awesome stuff. So, if you do want to get in touch with uh, Chelsea in uh, Wickfire, partners at wickfire.com and then chelsea at wickfire.com, we will include that in the show notes. Again, Chelsea, thank you so much uh, for this uh, hour. I know it's very, very busy right now. Uh, thank you. And for our listeners, definitely check this out. If you need help or you have questions, just email us at gethelp@jbcommerce.com. at And if you found this informative and you know someone who should listen to this, definitely for this episode on, you can uh, we would love a review on Apple Podcast, on Stitcher, on all those areas. We would love a five-star review and definitely share it socially. So if you'd like to be a guest, if you have an idea for a guest, please let me know. You can also email me at gethelp at jbcommerce.com. So thank you for sharing an hour of your week with me this week. I hope 2021 is fantastic. Make sure you're safe as things change uh, over this year to come uh, that you roll with it. So if you need any help, make sure you reach out to us at JV Commerce.